Hello. Hello, it's us again. It is us again. And we don't usually start our podcast like this, but we need to say something to you all before we do today's podcast. Because we recorded today's podcast earlier this morning and something else has happened this afternoon. So we've now got to do this back to front. Right. So this is a little bit of extra just to say that we're super excited. The new education minister, uh, Jeremy Miles, has agreed to be on our podcast. So when you hear us later on in the recording that we're putting out today saying, and this is the last one for the summer term, it's not. not. There's more coming. So watch this space for our new podcast with our our special edition special edition absolutely so special edition coming extra on top of this terms podcast watch out take care bye hello and welcome to the impact podcast from us at impact wales we're finn and jane and every week we'll be bringing you lots of discussion comments and opinion on everything research and education We'll be talking professional learning, what's happening in the education world and everything in between to help you make a difference in your school. Hello, Jane. Hi, Finn. How are you? Well, you know, we're we're here heading. This is our last podcast now before uh, we break for the summer. So it's our last one of the school academic year 2020-2021. Yes. And what a year. What a year. And we've hit our sixth birthday we this have, week. We have a little bit of a birthday celebration this week. And if you've seen anything on Twitter, we've had some really nice videos and yes. some really nice comments. So thank you yes. to everybody who has. Yes, thank you very much for, for all the birthday celebrations and comments. Yeah. It's been really nice. But given that it was our sixth birthday and this is the, the last podcast before the summer holidays, we thought we'd take the opportunity to look back We've had a bit of a reminisce this week. We've been reminiscing this week, haven't we? Yeah, we On have. lots of things. And do you remember when we did this? Yes. And do you remember that? And how far we've come, how, how different things were when we started in July of 2015. Yeah, and we've ridden the storm of COVID, which I think is... Yes, well, that, that was, I remember quite distinctly in March when, we, when we'd been into our last um school our last face-to-face school thinking oh my gosh now what are we still going to be here in two months time six months the diary started i was using the rubber on my pencil quite a lot oh my gosh yeah the diary literally just empty didn't it that was that was quite scary so yeah so we've been looking back and thinking about how we got to where we are and We've been thinking about what we're going to talk about today, and I think that we're taking a little bit of a, a chance, a little bit of a risk. Well, well, I think lots of our recent podcasts as well, we've spoken a lot about what's going on with the Welsh Government, what's going on with, I know we talked about the OECD mm. and the Scottish Government last week. Did some week. research, and, talked about research. So, And I think we, we've always said, haven't we, that behind the Impact Plus, there is an uh, impact, we talked about Impact Plus this morning, impact, that there is just the two of us. Yeah. And that sometimes that, you know, we want to make sure that people understand that it is just the two of us yeah. and that we are people. Yeah, we are people. And, you know, we we have thoroughly enjoyed getting to know all of the different schools, all of the different people that we've worked with, yeah. all the different schools. We've met some fantastic people over the years and, um, you know, built some really great relationships. And we just wanted to kind of let our listeners, let you into who we are a little bit more so that you can understand where we've come from and why why we are right here right now yeah and, and I think that that really fits with the with the title isn't it what qualifies us to support you yeah and I think it's sharing our previous experience and mm. how we've got to where we are today mm. you know working with you Finn there you go <laughs> that was a very very much a, a chance it was chance, chance so I tell you what let's just start there let's just start at that conversation we had in the Novotel in Cardiff we did on our last um, meeting with um, the national support program from that we were both working on at the time that was a really really difficult time wasn't it because it was our last training session and we were sitting having lunch and I didn't really know you particularly well then. No, we, I think we'd worked on on a GCSE project together that's right so we, we got to get know each other a little bit more but obviously as part of that project we were all out on our own yeah. visiting schools right across Wales so yeah it was very much a, 
remote a working. Remote, a, remote, a remote job, which I think has stood us in good stead for, for where we are today. It is. Absolutely, it has. But yeah, we had this conversation. We were both thinking about, well, what are we going to do now that the National Support Programme had come to an end? And we knew that we weren't going to have a job and I, I don't know however long it was, a, a couple of months or something. And um, so we went, well, what next? Mm. And we had a conversation about, well, could we, could we carry on supporting schools with something beyond the end of, end of the yeah. national support programme? And, and I know I, I, part of the conversation I had that we felt that the job wasn't done. It wasn't finished. There was oh, still yeah. so much to do. And to Absolutely. walk away from that, I think, was, you know, and, and me personally, it was so liberating to, from the stresses and strains of being in school mm. for those days of during the week, mm. and, you know, and the, the the stress of getting to the point where, you know, do I really want to go, go back, back into, into that? Because I was beginning to enjoy the, you know, in control Freedom. of my own diary. Should well, I say, being which, able to go to the toilet, yes. not to a bell, yeah. <laughs> being able to just say, well, I need to go to yeah. the loo now. So let's talk about your experience a little bit, Jane. Let's talk about where you came from. What, what, were, you, what were you doing before well, we did the National Support Programme? Well, I'd been working in a school in Cardiff for, right. I was nearly touching 20 years in the same school. Mm. And I'd worked previously to that in a high school up in London, right. in Mitcham. Yeah. So two you know, fairly inner city schools. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a leafy suburb in Cardiff that I was working in, no. I should say. Um, but I, I loved it. I really loved being in the classroom and I really loved being in the school where I was, even though it was a troubled school and there was yeah. lots going on. You know, we faced school closure, you know, back when I was, I can remember just before I, I was literally two months away from having my son. Yeah. That we were told we were going for school closure. And it, you know, it took years for that to transpire. All the things that the school that well, there was to Estin a school, as well, Estin, everything going into a category, yeah, you know, and all of that, that stress and strain. And then I got on SLT, and I worked with SLT, working with the school to try and get them out of that yeah. situation. And then we faced and the you were head of maths as well at the same time. So not that I'm, you know, it's a very difficult job for yeah. anybody. Yeah. But then we were closed and then we had the choice that the, the opportunity then to work for the NSP. So that's how my yeah. my career really has, has changed. I've been very much a static person in one place. I don't I don't. No, but like one of the, the benefits of, of having been in a school for such a long time is that you had the opportunity to trial things, yes. to see them come to fruition to uh, change them and adapt them, to have new staff join you, to, to do that kind of school improvement process yes. over, over a really yeah. long period of time so you can see all of those changes and what happened but also with, with I think being being in a school for that amount of time you've you, you're established and you can yeah. you've got the flexibility to try different things because you've got the trust from senior leadership yeah to do that and I know you've got a team that you build mm. and you wouldn't try things with a team that you weren't quite sure would mm. We'll be able to do it. but I was, I was very fortunate I had fantastic people mm. that I work with both on senior leadership but as a department as well and a whole school which was yeah you know, and I think great. just thinking about um the first school that I worked in was actually in England it was in it was on the Wirral um and I lived in Liverpool at the time and it was a it was a very deprived area it was Wallasey so not that far from Birkenhead mm. and it was you know in in Welsh terms, it would probably be somewhere around about 40% EFSM. And that was a real trial to split site school. And working in that school, it was then quite a shock to move from that to a school in Swansea, Bishop Gore School, long, long time ago, moving from what felt like an inner city, very deprived area where the staff were amazing. And it was a really great school to start my career to a leafy suburb that's not actually that far from where I live right now. And, um, you know, the, the results were very, very good, but it was a totally different mm. kind of pressure and the culture shift, because it was quite a culture shift coming from Liverpool to Swansea. And Liverpool is very kind of straight up, you know, you are what you say you are. Mm. If something's rubbish, you say it's rubbish and then get it fixed. To South Wales, where it's a very different kind of culture, coming in as um, mm. second in the English department. And that was... That was really challenging. But then I've had a very different you have experience to you. I then because I know our listeners will know that at some point there will be some talking about running. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. So then I went from uh, working in Bishop Gore School. I had two young children at the time and I just decided that's enough is enough. I can't do this anymore. So I then left teaching and did a bit of tutoring, was a childminder for a bit. But then I got into running and I ended up setting up the, uh, the Women's Running Network in uh, in Wales, which was already a club in England. And I became the Wales organiser. So I was running a club in. I think we had about seven or eight different uh, locations. We had like 400 members. I then did my UK Athletics Endurance Coaching qualifications. And I ended up being a UK Athletics uh, coach education tutor, which in teaching terms, effectively, that means that you're uh, your teacher training. Mm. So I was training coaches how to be coaches. And I think that that, that experience, I always look back on my endurance coaching because I was a, a level two endurance coach and I was personal, I was a level three personal trainer. And it was, I always look back on that. And actually that was one of the most useful experiences for me as a teacher, because I know we've talked about this before that the PE teachers in schools often have direct instruction sorted mm. because you're in a safety situation and you're also in a you know I have to tell you how to do yeah. this and then I can see you it's your, physically yeah, doing it's it. your bread and butter isn't it it's yeah the, it's what you need yeah so and but during that time obviously I ran my own personal training business I ran my, the the club and I think that my business side of things complements your in-school experience of course then I went back to teaching and I actually taught English and maths at GCSE but before that, the only job I could get because I was an experienced teacher and therefore very expensive. Yeah, I had to go. I went originally I went back as supply because I was still doing some coaching at the same time. So I was doing like day to day supply and I worked in oh God knows how many schools I worked in. I probably did because I was going in and doing a day here, a day there. I probably worked in in the region of about 50 different schools, primary as well as secondary which was terrifying. But I think that was a really interesting experience because you got used to walking into a school as a supply teacher and you'd know almost immediately whether you were going to have a good day or not, whether it was going to be a fun, supportive experience. And I had my favourite schools that I used to like going back to and I ended up actually... Waiting for that them. phone call to ring, in the, phone oh, to ring God, in the morning. that was awful. Yeah, that was awful. But do you know, I think supply and going to other schools and seeing what it's like to be at the bottom of the pile and some schools are I think, horrible to I think in. everybody at some point should yeah. experience that because I, I know we've all, you know, we all hate doing cover lessons. Yeah, well, yeah. But it's just... But worse. doing it doing yeah. it in a school where you, you know, if something goes wrong and in some yeah. schools, I remember one school in particular, I won't name it because people will know it, but I remember being taken to my classroom having a load of files dumped on the desk it was geography which was totally out of my comfort zone and just being told don't call me yeah. I don't want to know and this person just walked out and slammed the door and I therefore if anything went wrong in any of my classes I had I felt like I had absolutely no support I had no phone I had nothing what am I going to do if something goes wrong and I think it's it, it was a testament to how difficult the teachers in that school were finding that yeah. school, not not how difficult you know they were, but you know but how it, under pressure they were. But it, it's something that we've talked about a lot, and I know it's something we'll go on to a little bit later. But it just it just just talking about it's very much the work that we do, even when you're in, you were in school day in day out working with your pupils. It is all about relationships. Oh yes, and it's relationships of you know how staff are within a school and I know coming from a, a school that was in very challenging circumstances for there for a long time mm. very often when you find schools that are in that situation mm. the staff support and the relationships mm. you yeah. get with staff is the one thing that gets you through the yeah. you know day and the relationship with the pupils as well absolutely and I think that if if our experience has taught us anything that being in schools where either we're not feeling as supported as we could be, or we're doing roles that are really, really challenging, like senior leadership getting out of um, measures or, you know, a supply teacher or a teaching assistant or teaching out of subject, mm. how difficult that is. That one thing that it's, it's certainly taught us is that when we go into schools and things aren't quite what they need, to, they, they ought to be, that it's often because teachers themselves are really, really struggling and they need they need that understanding and that support and that empathy for what it is that they're going through because teaching is such 
such a, an intense job that you're making all these really difficult decisions, you know, in yeah, the heat yeah. of the moment with yeah. teenagers sometimes, but, you know, even with the little, little ones, ones must be really, and even, you know, key stage two, not to underplay key stage two, but I always think of, I, I started my teaching career um, as an English as a foreign language teacher in Greece. And I used to have, they couldn't be juniors. There were six-year-olds. And I would have 10 classes of six-year-olds on a Tuesday, 50 minutes in, 50 minutes out, uh, 50 minutes, just one after another, after another, six hours in a row, I get my siesta and then I'd have another four hours of it. And those kinds of experiences, I think, you know, having, having gone through the system and got to maybe a senior leadership role doesn't guarantee that you'll be any good at developing or presenting or uh, collaborating with schools on professional learning. I think it is the quality of the experiences that you've had and how you've used those experiences to think about what matters. It, it, it takes me also back to when we were as part of the national support program and mm. some of the challenges that we had. Oh, many, many challenges. Um, and I, and I, and I, well, like, the national support program wasn't seen by everybody as being a supportive. It did thing actually at the have beginning. a terribly good reputation, it did it? Do. You know that there are a lot of schools. If you if you mention that you were part of the national support program, they're like, oh, were you? But I think a lot of that is to do with the relationship that that school had with the particular partner. Yeah, and we 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 recognise that the national support program. You know, it was a collection of. Teachers, leaders, consortia staff, Eston inspectors, ex-head teachers, yeah. ex -head yeah. teachers, those who'd retired, people who we had a, a large number of Welsh speakers as well, obviously, uh, with Welsh speaking schools. But it was a real mix of people, but not everybody. It was a wealth of experience. Yeah. But the experience that the things that schools needed. Yeah. might not necessarily have matched up with the experience or the that skills had. that that, yeah. that people that's had I think that's the, say. the best way of talking about it and I think but, there was a real range of experiences yeah. but there. can I say I had a fantastic two oh years. I had a brilliant time <laughs> and I think um I had relationships with schools I know that when we started impacts we had already had lots and lots of yeah. relationships with schools and that's we're that still helped. working with some of those people we so are. you know six years later so you know I think it's just testament to to our relationship with those yeah. with those people and how much trust they put in us as well which is great but it certainly taught us something I mean it certainly taught me that you know walking into a school where you didn't know whether you were going to be welcomed mm. uh, you didn't know whether they wanted you there I mean I know a number of um, situations I had where I felt very unwelcome yeah. but obviously the large majority were very welcoming but it was you know you were encouraging schools to make changes that sometimes they didn't want to make or they didn't have the capacity to make and trying to help them to make really good decisions for the purpose of impact on the pupils and I think that it taught me certainly how to manage really difficult situations you know really pressured yeah, situations we did manage quite a few difficult situations yeah yeah talking about assessment I mean I can remember quite distinctly running uh, training sessions for schools on assessment for the literacy and numeracy framework when that really wasn't it wasn't something that schools wanted to do no, so no. anything to do with assessment really people always get a bit touchy about it don't they? they do but we've I think our very varied backgrounds and our experiences the quality of our experiences we've been very lucky it's brought us to a point where we've learned an awful lot and we're now in a position yeah. to share what we've learned with schools and we've made this long list of <laughs> we, we sat we sat here on monday didn't we but <laughs> well, what have we learned over the last six years let's go through the list yeah and think about all the things that have yeah that, that we've made learned. us think and really we've been reflective and we've also been very responsive in in what we've done over the last six years and yeah. develop that into where we are today okay so i'm going to go straight to something that then. we do what well, we have done after every single session that we do <laughs> with schools with staff with whoever we're working with the, as soon as we've finished we sit down and we analyze it yeah we can't help ourselves really can we no in, in the early days in fact the very first week we started 
we were both in separate places and I can oh, remember God, stopping, in a, stopping in a car park somewhere <laughs> somewhere on a really hot September yeah. afternoon and just ringing you saying how did it go how did it go and then yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> having conversations it's funny actually looking back over the the last six years you know all of the hundreds and literally hundreds of schools maybe thousands of staff that we've worked with over those six years I can only really remember a handful of sessions where I go oh, oh that wasn't good yeah and invariably the reason why and I'm thinking of maybe three sessions I can think of that weren't good and they weren't good because that conversation prior, prior to yeah. the session didn't do what it needed to do because we either the communication wasn't great or we were we were in a position where we were just kind of walking in cold and doing something cold or, or it wasn't quite what the, the school actually needed even yes. though that's what they said they needed it wasn't yes. quite where they were a number of sessions we've been in where we've got to lunchtime if we did a whole day session and we've yeah. gone oh I think we might have to change this afternoon yes. session really quickly over lunch because they oh haven't quite gosh. got this bit and they're not there they yet do you know I've forgotten about that I've forgotten about the number of times that we have a powerpoint all sorted yeah and it's running for the entire day and we actually by about 11 o'clock we're yeah. already taking slides yeah. in put them in changing yeah. the order but I think but I think that's one thing that we've learned isn't it it's and it's as you do teaching in the classroom you yes. don't teach a lesson yeah start to finish regardless yes. of thinking my pupils haven't got this but I'm going to crack on anyway yeah you don't do that you adapt you, yeah. you listen you listen yeah. to what everybody's saying and you think right okay we need to change this and you and, be responsive as much as you can and that's one of the things on our list that we've learned that you have to listen mm. but you have to in fact that's first on our list it is first on the list but you have to you know if you're going to provide good professional learning you have to listen to what the school or the teachers say they want but also what they're they're expressing that they need and then even if you you listen well and you create a, a piece of training that's going to um, or a piece of work that's actually going to deliver on that, that it's got to be responsive, which is why I think that we have recognised that full day training mm. really doesn't work. One of the best pieces of work I think we've done, particularly this year, is where we had a series of short sessions with a group of, of secondary staff over what well, I think we started back in November yeah. December and we've yeah. done very short inputs and then each one has evolved into the next one so it's been very responsive from one to the other because yeah because you teach something and that's what we do is we teach something because professional learning is learning yeah so teachers need to have the knowledge they need to make the connections they need to assimilate it make it their own and transfer it to a new context so we teach something and then not everybody is going to make the same connections or understand it in the same way so you need a space after that initial teaching for them to have guided practice for them to have independent practice for them to be doing something with it themselves before you can think about what's next so this is why the full day training really doesn't work because, like you say, you can't start at nine o'clock and say, right, well, we've got everything from nine until three sorted. Because what if a misconception comes up that is actually something that is from their previous understanding of a concept that you weren't aware of before you started? Yeah. You know, you, you have to respond to that. Or there's one big penny drop moment in the morning that, yeah, staff that shifts people on. But it might be that staff need time to explore that and yeah. to get that right yeah. before you move on to something else. So I think over the six years it's taken us, I think we, when we started off, we were just doing whole day incense. Mm -hmm. That was it. And I can't remember, well, we did, like I say, I can't remember last day, we, we did a whole day incense. We did one last week, actually. But it was, but that was different. But it was different because it was remote, but it was broken into three sections. And it was where we had time yet. to respond. And it was well. a follow on from a, a very much, yeah. Um, more intense input yeah but we know there's follow-on from that as well so I think us standing in front of a whole day I think the the one day courses yeah well where you, you know, come away with one thing that back you know, in 2015 you know there was research what, yeah. out research out and there was um guidance out from Welsh government that workshops were a thing of the past 
And yet there are still so, people doing that because that's the convenient format. Yeah. And actually, you know, we recognise that schools want to release all of their staff on a single inset day. So we've adapted what we do mm. to manage the need to still be a responsive teacher yeah. because I, I just wouldn't class us as, as trainers or consultants, you, would you? No, but you wouldn't expect a pupil to sit in a classroom all day. No. No. and have the same theme or same yeah. being talked at yeah so you know it doesn't work does it one of the things the, the number two on the list of things that we've learned is that the support that we provide has got to be what the school what the teachers yeah. need not necessarily what they want or what they say they want or what you've discussed or what they've got the time for it has to be what they need so rather than um saying well what have you got the time for or what what can we offer you is thinking about well, what is it what that you, you really need? need now let's try and find a way and why do you need that yeah let, let's try and find a way of making what you need possible yeah because as we called ourselves impact yes got to step. do what we say on the team yeah. haven't we? and i know that that was that was quite a conversation wasn't it how long did it take us to come up with the name impact about two months i, I, you know, I think we two didn't two didn't throw with that one and you know it was really funny that um I know that you weren't quite as keen on the, the name Impact as I was because when we were working for the NSP. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, the reporting system for the NSP was actually called Impact. Yeah. And the reporting system was, oh, it was horrific. Yeah. It was this online thing that it was a box ticking exercise to a you certain to put extent. all your appointments in and you all your reports. reports. Oh. It was just, it was always breaking down. It was horrible. So to call anything... Yeah. impact was... I've, got, I've got over that now <laughs> we both have we both have yeah so whole school workshops don't work because they're not responsive yeah. enough and it, it goes on to our next thing we've learned is professional learning is still learning so yes. that's really what, what we're so, basing on so if professional learning is still learning then we need to think about learning not as a single moment in time yeah but as a trajectory as a as a journey where there are points on the on that journey that need to be you know you need to start with the foundational principles and start with knowledge-based direct instruction and then move on to some more kind of inquiry learning which is when teachers start to try things out in the classroom yeah. learn things but themselves. not going straight to the inquiry learning getting yeah. that knowledge right first no we because you know with the best will in the world you know if you set off a teacher with does retrieval practice make a difference to your learners why are you doing that anyway? Because there's, yes, there's quite know. a lot of yeah. research out there. Yeah. yeah. But it's, you know, how does retrieval practice make a difference to the teaching of complex yeah. concepts with my year 11? You know, well, just just talking about that. And I think that that whole idea of the learning trajectory has, has come from something we've we've been talking about with with Jared Cooney Horvath. Yes. Who we love this. I think it's fantastic. Yes. And. Um, but I think it's one of those one of those things as, as we, that we go through is how much I've realised that I've learned over the six six years oh, yeah, and that wow. I'm still learning. Yes. And I look at where I am now, my understanding. Yes. Of the whole. Oh my gosh. Yes. Teaching, the whole pedagogical side yes. of teaching, even though you would do it in the classroom. I know. The whole and um, uh, the underpinning research and the underpinning reasons why mm. everything works. I, I'm I'm quite ashamed sometimes when I look back at some of the things that I believed or thought or un thought I understood back in 2015 and how far I've shifted yeah. since then. And I think if you're not, if you're a, you know, if you're a teacher of teachers or you're a teacher of pupils, whoever you know, teacher of anyone, teacher of anyone, if you're not constantly learning, yeah. then you're you're not good yeah. enough at your role it, you need to be constantly changing uh the way that you view things because you'll get further experiences and further learning what's episodes. that phrase isn't it the more you know the more you realize you don't, you know. don't know and it gets to that point isn't it oh, okay then i know right i want to i want to talk about the next bullet point because of course um i'm just going to preface this with the fact that we are very different people and i think that that actually is a real strength yeah of who we are as a company because Jane you are absolutely awesome with detail 
and I thought I was it's the mathematician well I thought I was organized until until I met you and we had a couple of sessions where I turned up without without crucial pieces of information of course I'm I'm okay with that I'm like yeah whatever we'll just wing it it'll be fine and um, you then decided no you were going to check all of those double check all of those things so I'm so glad you did but I'm much more of a um, yeah yeah I'll do that I'll do that and then worry about how yeah, but you're but you're very much the strategic one of the two of us. I know yeah. we, we talk a lot about things and how everything fits in together, mm. but you are you you see very much the think big ahead. You think ahead, you see the big picture and how things are which are, isn't are going. always very comfortable. I know that when we were when we were in the midst of um COVID, certainly those first few months, I actually found them incredibly stressful because marketing is all my thing bringing business in yeah. is all my thing you, you're making sure people at, pay. at the end of the day that's what we are yeah and you a know business. and i know some people it's uncomfortable for some people yeah but we have know. to we have to pay our mortgage yeah. just like teachers do you know we we have to make a living and making sure that we were still working Viable. was yeah and and in that first period of lockdown i found it incredibly stressful because what i was having to do for the business was think was you know imagine all the potential scenarios what what yeah. if yeah what if? we you know schools don't end up booking good, any support you're very good at pre-morteming I am <laughs> and it's not all it's not altogether comfortable there have yeah. been plenty of opportunities or occasions during the lockdown where I've had to think of the worst case scenario and I can think of it in a work head and then of course I go into my personal head and I yeah. go oh god that would be awful I don't yeah. want to do that yeah. but that that leads me on to you know the thinking about strategic and thinking about the what ifs and always trying to be one step ahead of the furthest that people can see is that not everyone is going to agree with you no um you know and I think as the months have gone on yeah the more you it's typical in Wales isn't it the more you stick your head above the parapet yeah the more it will get shot down shut up (laughs) And, and I think that's something that I'm really uncomfortable with and yeah. that's just me I'm a, I'm a bit of a peacemaker and I'm you know I'm crappy to sit in yeah. the background and I know you're not particularly comfortable no I don't like we it don't either. like it either but I think Twitter in particular yeah and I, I know we've spoken about you know yeah not Twitter spats but there the, are the, yeah there are occasions where it just all gets a little bit too much yeah. and you know you're tired yeah. and it's always there yeah. and you just and don't I, want to do and it and I think but... that's particularly now at the moment as well yeah, everyone's tired. it's usually the end of term but it, people get a little bit fractious yeah and, and of the, course, the, the more popular you get, the more followers you have, the bigger a target you have, the, the, the yeah. more keen people are to point out any issues that, you know, any little problems like, yeah. anyway, we won't go there. But I think recognising that not everyone will agree with you and that's okay. Yeah, that's a, it's a difficult. And, and questioning when you don't agree with someone else. Hmm. And we have, over the years, we have forced a relationship with bodies like Welsh Government with Estin because you know teachers don't have the time all the time to go through all of the documentation that comes out from those various bodies in detail and pull it apart and tabulate it and but really it, analyze it but it's not as if we're going in there trying to find no no, holes no, 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 no. It. it's going in there so we understand yes so because what we're talking to schools yeah. is the right thing absolutely because the last thing i would want to do because it wouldn't be any good for us as an organization it wouldn't be any good for the school is to go in and say oh yeah you can do it this way mm. and actually for that to be wrong mm. so everything that we say in a school we feel has to be justified by empirical evidence or research or you know official document official yeah. um line in a document mm-hmm. so i mean we we often will dm welsh government and Eston on twitter and just say look you know this this line in your guidance what, what do you actually mean by that yeah. do you mean this or do you mean that can you explain mm-hmm. it to us in a little bit more detail i think they've they've kind of got used to that and they're there we've had welsh government have been um willing to come out and visit us and talk mm-hmm. things through with us uh we've got a meeting with Eston in in september mm-hmm. to talk about the new inspection mm-hmm. um model you know what they're going to inspect and i think that's that's really, really useful for us, but it's also really, really useful for schools because we can then say, we spoke to yeah. Estin or Welsh Government and they say this. 
So this is what that's going to mean for you. And I think that's kind of, you know, if you're going to be in a position where you're supporting schools to make changes, you have to do it with a sense of with a with a, a real grounding in uh, the evidence, whether that's guidance yeah, and or it, not. And it is about questioning what's what's there, just so we've got that really crystal clear understanding of you know, okay, but this is what the guidance says, but this is what the implications are when it's back in the classroom. And I think that's the step that that we take between yeah. the documentation and representing schools. Yeah, because, you know, the easiest option isn't always the best option. No, we've, we've <laughs> certainly found that over the last six years, haven't we? Yeah, and sometimes that is a really, really difficult conversation to have. I I, I know that when we're doing a presentation, and I, I felt it, you're doing a presentation to a school because you're talking through a particular piece of guidance and you're saying something like, yes, you do have to identify all of the knowledge in this mm -hmm. curriculum and plan it out and sequence it and make sure it's mm -hmm. coherent. Yes, that is the process. No, that isn't a, an easy or a quick mm -hmm. thing to do. That's really hard to tell people sometimes. And, you know, I wish we didn't have to say that. But that's what we do. It is it? what we do. And, you know, it, I don't think it would be the right thing to actually say, but we've done it for you. Because there are some things we do do for schools, yeah. like go through the documentation, yeah. like do that reading, do that groundwork, but not but it, their uh, job. I, but I think that, that sits very much with one of the other things we've, we've learned as well, that, you know, we follow our guts. We follow, if there are things that, mm. that we think are right, don't feel right. if they yeah. don't feel right, then we won't do them. Yeah. But if it, we feel it's right, then we will do it. And that sits very much with mm. the documentation. We feel it's right that we go through and we've got mm. that understanding mm. And then some of the documents that, you know, predominantly you put out, it's clarified or it's simplified. Yes. Because teachers haven't got the time no. to do that. But very often with pieces of work, I know, and conversations we've had with schools, yeah. they've asked us to do one thing. Um, and we've said, we've ended up doing something completely different because what they're asking us to do is, yeah, it, it just yeah. doesn't yeah. sit right with but us. It, but again, it goes back to relationships, isn't it? You can, if you've got a good relationship with that school, you can go back and say, we're not quite sure that's right. Mm. This is where we need to, mm. to take it. How do you think this should go? Well, the bottom line is that that was the conversation that was, and you know, it reflects what's happening with curriculum and how you should be thinking about school improvement is that vision has to be right at the beginning. You have yeah. to decide why you're why doing something. And we did that. We had that two-month discussion, toing and throwing. What yeah. what should we call ourselves and why are we calling ourselves this? Because for us, impact trumps everything. Yeah. You know, even earning a living, you know, if well we have turned work away, haven't we? That we have. said it's it's quite lucrative it's work in some is. cases. <laughs> that also sits with one of the other things we've learned. And this is something that I know you've pushed me to do, and I, I have really struggled with this because I, you know, I'm a, I'm a classic. But person. my gosh, Jane, what a I long know, way you've come! It's it's this thing about taking calculated risks, so yeah. stepping out of your comfort zone, yeah. saying yes to things that you know are right, yeah. but you think I'm not quite sure yeah. whether I can do it, and it's stepping up to do that. Do you and, remember the day I said we should invite Kirsty Williams on yeah, our podcast? Yeah, you did. And I was like, oh. <laughs> What, what? You went, what? no, 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 what? <laughs> oh, go on then. Yeah. And then she came. Yeah. And, and work that we've done, like, I'm just thinking, you know, we did a, a huge body of work with some FE colleges in, oh, in yes. London, which, which ended up being really fantastic work, but it was, it was totally uh, yeah. um, something that we never imagined that we would yeah. be doing. But when you look, when you look back on it, it, it was still good teaching and learning. The yeah. principles are still the same. Yeah running through and we've done some work on the ALN yes yes oh my gosh two, with two um, large groups of two areas, areas wasn't it? yeah and it was for. um we've done lots of um speaking at conferences oh, we haven't yeah. done that for a while no, no. online you know my, my pet hate really is public speaking. is public school which is awful for a teacher isn't it but not <laughs> I, I don't mind it but. okay I want to tell a story here now because I think it's Go quite on. funny so we did uh the inserts shall I see if I find this funny by the time you, you probably won't find it funny <laughs> at all but it was the inserts annual conference and they were holding it at um 
oh, the is... art and drama place in Cardiff. Yeah. So they, the Royal they, College. That's right, the there. Royal College of Drama. And they and had the, the arts place. Really. Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. bit on Butte Park yeah. that's a big yeah. building. Anyway, so they were doing it in the auditorium there. And the auditorium um, it's probably seats about 300 people. Yeah, it's got really good acoustics. <laughs> really good acoustics. But it has this enormous stage. Yeah. And they didn't have anything on the stage other than the person who was speaking. And they had a lectern on the very edge of the stage. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was my friend, the lectern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you gripped the lectern yeah, yeah. for the entire speech. But um, when, we, when we were announced, it was really lovely. We had heard this, and it'll be uh, Impact Wales talking about, yeah. I can't even remember, oh, assessment probably. And we had this little, <laughs> from the back of the auditorium and like that gave me such a sense of oh, okay we're supposed to be here yeah. but I I forced myself to stride out into the center of the the stage I hated it yeah. I, I, I felt yeah. quite shaky but it was like you've just got to do those things and the more often yeah the more you do them the more you do them the, yeah. the less bad they feel yeah the, I mean it, it was like going into into lockdown wasn't it I hate seeing myself Oh my gosh! On yes. Film, I think, and I think there's lots of people like that. Yes, but I think we forced ourselves. I mean, how many people now? We're so used to seeing ourselves on on Zoom and on Teams mm. and on you know little clips on mm. Twitter. But we've done lots of that, and you know, we're sitting yes. here today. If we go back and listen to our first podcast and compare how comfortable we were on that one compared to this one, you know, throughout this one today, you've just gone and plugged your your laptop in, and we've just carried on talking. Yes, before we would have. Freaked. We would have on a been about take 20 yeah. and started again. But I, I would like to mention that I actually haven't listened to any of our podcasts. No, you don't like this. I don't like listening to you, so I just don't do it. So no. that, that's you, wouldn't, fine. you wouldn't believe it. In my in my former days, I was a bit of a radio um presenter. Were you? I was, yeah. I, I was I used to do hospital radio. Oh my goodness, I me, know. Jane. I know. A voice for radio, a face for radio, should I say? <laughs> Voice radio I, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used, oh to, I used to do that at the uh, at the Royal Gwent. Well, you, you're going to have to compare. I'm going to have to do. Have you to have do to be the M- MD. Obviously, the I haven't taken had it as a career, so I wasn't that good. Yeah, well, <laughs> you have now. I have now, and I think knowing that um, if someone offers you offers you an opportunity, that yeah. the best way to approach that is to actually sometimes is to just agree to do it and then worry about how yeah. you're going to do it because yeah. if it's something that they think that you're capable of doing and it still sits yeah with your within your yeah. I mean that you know we were we were asked recently if we could come in and support uh, an expressive arts team and a uh, I can't remember it's a health and well-being yeah. team to develop the curriculum for Wales and we actually said no because neither of those or none of those subjects are our yeah, I don't think it's something that we, that we can no we can certainly help with the curriculum mm. design process more a more generic process mm. but you know I'm not a drama teacher I'm not a music well I was actually a music teacher but only as a second subject it's not not my specialism and I think that you know you can have just, to recognize I, did, I did music at university Oh my gosh. See, well, it's there all you coming, go. It's all coming out here today. I couldn't teach it then. Actually, I did as well. There you go. Bless you. There you are. Okay. Um, but but it's, it's about calculated risks, isn't it? Yes. It's about thinking about as long as it fits with our beliefs yes. and our vision. It's the right thing. thing and for I the think, school. you know, yes, we potentially could do it. We'll go away and we'll work we'll out have how a to do about it. it. Yeah. We'll go away and work out how we're going to do it. Yes. Yes. So, you know, taking those calculated risks with things like, videos and podcasts thank you darren our marketing guy yeah who's helped us do this who persuaded us to do it because it wasn't what we wanted to do but but can i just go back as well we're talking about calculated risks yeah <laughs> is that you know you've done lots you did lots of um interviews during lockdown on the radio you were on bbc radio oh my gosh yes i've forgotten about that yeah See, five o'clock in the morning it, yeah. and midnight there was yeah. <laughs> really popular times yeah, but I yeah, and they articles they are and not articles easy. in the newspaper as well. Well, doing I did um, Radio Five Live. At, I think it was midnight. Yeah, that's not Five Live, is it? Well, it wasn't live for me. Live at five. Well, it, it was yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Well, whatever. It was live, yeah, it it was live. Doing live yeah. national radio is um, terrifying. 
it is terrifying but it was one of those things yeah yeah I'll do that I'll do that oh my god how am I going to do that but yes so taking lots of catholic risks but um I think one of the things that we are both very very good at and I think it's one of the things that has stood us in very good stead and is actually a really um, useful skill for everybody and something that everybody should be thinking about how they can manage it is persistence. Mm -hmm. Because we've made lots of mistakes. We've we've done uh, lots of things. I can't believe you just admitted that. (laughs) (laughs) No, because mistakes are good. I know, but we've learned by them. Oh gosh, yes, so much we've learned. I mean, the the bad experiences, you learn so much more from the bad experiences where things don't go to plan, where you forget to bring yeah. something with you or where you, you do a piece yeah. of work and you think, oh, that wasn't quite yeah. right. And next time we do this, we're not doing it this way. We've, we've yes. said that a lot, a lot over yes. the last. If you're not making mistakes, you're not succeeding. Yeah. yeah. But persistence, and you know, recognising, well, I made a mistake or, you know, we've only got 500 followers on Twitter. Um, and, you know, I posted on Twitter at 6.30 every morning for, I think, nigh on three years. Mm. Boxing Day did. included. The only day I took off was Christmas Day and had a few comments about did. posting that. on Boxing yeah. Day. But we're now at 34,200 and that's entirely, entirely organic. We didn't buy anything for that. It's just persistence. Yeah, just keeping you, on. Keeping you are on. you are pretty good at seeing things through. You complete will, a finisher. That's you, are, you are a complete <laughs> finisher, even when it's not a good idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm still a complete. See, I'm finisher. a bit of a. Takes me a while to start. Yeah, but once you get once started, I get started, I'm okay, oh and I gosh. more or less ninety five percent of the time see things through. Your attention to detail. Oh my gosh, a mathematician in me. Well, it's it's the you in you. Yeah. You know me. I like a spreadsheet that that's. That's yes. complete. We we complement each other. We do extremely well, which brings me on to mm. my our last point. Find yeah. someone really awesome to work with. Yeah, you haven't found him yet, but <laughs> <laughs> who likes a laugh? There you go. So it must be me. Yes, yes. <laughs> I know, but it, you know, we've had a really uh, roller coaster ride, as Robin yes. Robin Hughes said said in yes. uh, on our little Twitter birthday tweet. That we've had said. we've had a lot of real highs things that yeah. have been just absolutely amazing you know uh, publishing things and being on national media and yeah. um you know working with schools we've had some real low lows yeah. as well but i think we pick each other up and i oh, think that's absolutely. what you have to do in a partnership is you have to you, you roll and take the punches for each other and you, you, you do pick each other up when you know i know very often will one of us will walk in the office and you think you're all right mm, no, no. You're all right so so you know, we yeah. can read each other but it is yeah. about supporting each other and you know and it's realizing that at the end of the day you know things go on outside yes. work yes we've both got families we've yes. both got other things going on Precious. and you and you've got to have that give and take yes. and appreciate that you know we're yeah. in this for the long haul and, and I it think, is about supporting each other I think but I think because we are not and we ha- I mean I certainly have never been purely career focused you know I've I've very much had a life outside of of work because I've had to because you know raised a family and all that kind of business and you know whatever all the other stuff is that I think that that um, experience that we then bring to work understanding that the people that we're working with have got lives and they've got families and you know not everything goes to plan all of the time that it just makes things just better yeah it? and it's not about you know in in the business world the one thing i was surprised at is how many business awards <laughs> there are that you apply for and it's not a, it's not about and we that. did once we did we, once we learned world. quite quickly yeah. Yeah. well when they put the grange hill theme oh. tune on when we went up with that, and what we, that got, was... we got a little bit tipsy that night didn't yeah. we but I mean, that's the one and only and i don't think we'd ever do any any no. others again because it's not that's not what we're here for you know well, it doesn't matter how wonderful no. other people say you are in a business award. And no. I'm using the quotes yeah. there because business awards, it's very much a closed house. It's, you know, it's it's a um, bit of a sham, to yes. be honest. It is far more important. fits in there somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's far more about what you're actually doing on the ground, the difference that you're making, yeah. you know, the the changes that are being wrought through the work that you're um, yeah. you're completing with schools. And I think... 
that's where things count it's yeah. it's not in you know the how many medals you got on your wall no and, and I think that's that's been our our making a difference reason all the way through isn't it yeah and that's what we're in it for yeah so it's been a roller coaster of six years and um, we're so so glad that you're all with us yes and you're still listening yes and that we've got some more ideas for some podcasts and really exciting podcasts coming into oh yeah the next academic year and also we're well, excited about some of the projects that we've got going and i think we should well. talk about uh one of the projects that's coming up in the next week that we're actually having a meeting about uh, later yeah, on today we, yeah that we haven't mentioned anywhere and i think it's probably time to mention it is that um our website yeah. Um, we are in the midst of a redesign of our website and we're we're going to have an all singing all dancing impact plus where you're going to it's we <laughs> we talked about this uh with our website developer and we we felt that our website before was a, a bit of the sort of the twinkle kind of approach yeah. where you you go in you search through lots of stuff you find something you want you download it but now we're going much more on netflix you go in you see something you want and you watch it on the mm. screen from our website and and we're really excited about it it looks it looks so great and good. It's, it's much more us I think absolutely but I think that's another thing we can add to our little list of things we've learned is that when there's things you can't do yourself yeah you go find someone else or do yes. it for you yeah because I'm finding you know, the right people. people and yeah. we've got some really amazing people that we work with you know our website developers and our uh, Darren at marketing Sarah and uh, yeah Rob in our website it's just yeah it's oh and um techies are um oh techies love techies yeah our um it people do they're fantastic and you know we've got offices here at ice as well and that's been amazing yeah having having an office in a, a in a co-working space where we've got to know lots of other businesses in very different yeah areas. Like, you know because it can be a very isolating mm. Oh, and I think a lot of people find that doing remote mm. from home mm. is that it can be isolating. We still need people. We still need relationships. Yes, we still need to be yeah. in the world with other people. So, um, well, here's to the next yeah. six years. And we really do wish that everybody manages to get some time off yes. and relax over the summer. We are going to be taking some yeah. time off. We're going to be having a break. We hope you all take a break as well and recover somewhat from the pressures and the challenges yeah. and the change that's been more, yeah. you know we've all lived and we are all still living through history so uh, that takes its toll yeah ready, so, ready to fight another year come september yes so have a lovely summer break and yeah. we will see you on the other side yeah. ready to go again in september 2021 with a suntan <laughs> absolutely so take care. see you next time bye thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. You can find us online at www.impact.wales. You can also follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Impact Wales. On Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales. And on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement.